next legacy. Get it started right here. This is Charles. I am Brandon Madison of Next Legacy Radio, and I have a beautiful guest that once I once I got a chance to listen to a track or two from this young lady, I was like, ooh, I got to have her on. I got to have her talk about not just the music, but also her business and also all things that she's up to, and I need everybody out there who are uh, mass supporters of music. I don't care what genre of music you are. I need y'all to go check her out. You can go find her on social media. Um, Jordan, J-O-U-R-D-A-N-J-A-D-E. You can hit her up. And actually, just Linktree it. Linktree slash Jordan J. Links. I have my, my girl, Jordan J. In the house. Hi, Next hey. legacy. What's up, girl? <laughs> What's up? What's up? What's in? You, How you doing? You. You. All you. So, <laughs> first off. First off, Jordan, I want to thank you for uh, taking the time out to hang out with me. And um, thank you, you for know, having me. Uh, appreciate the appreciate just the grind that you are right now. So before we get into all the particulars of everything you got going on right now, let's let's go backwards. Let's let's talk about uh, okay how you got started doing music and 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 how it's so heavily influential in your your your, your career thus far. Right. So I grew up um, in Vallejo. So it was always a big part of the culture. You know, I grew up on Mac Dre, E-40, all hip hop. Everyone was a rapper. So I've always had a passion for music and loved it, loved old school, everything. So it's always just been in me that I love music um, of all kinds. Um, and actually, when I was in college, I got really a little more into music. I w- uh, had a boyfriend the whole time I was in college, all four years, and he was in a hip hop group. So I was always in the studio and, you know, at their shows, backstage, on stage, dancing, you know, meeting everyone they're opening for. And I was just like, man, this is the shit to me, you know, like, I love this. This is what I want to do. So, <laughs> you know, I just kind of fell in love with, with that whole side of it um, and just thought it was amazing. And that's when I kind of just started to learn a little bit about production, just being in the studio, like, oh, what does this do? How do you do this? How do you record? Whatever. Um, and got pretty into it. Um, and then my boyfriend was actually, unfortunately, um, tragically murdered. Uh, so that kind of got me off of music for a while. I was like, you know, but, so I don't want to be in a studio. You feel me? So yeah. was off it for a really long time. Didn't get back into it as far as, like, creating anything or trying to learn music creation. Um, and then I fast forward a few years. I was working at Apple, actually, um, like their corporate offices in Silicon Valley, and met some audio engineers there, one in particular, Pocket Honore, who motivated me and inspired me to get back into music and, you know, said he would teach me, you know, set me up on Logic and how to make beats and record. And so I felt supported enough to get back into it and actually do it myself and start creating. And, you know, my boyfriend passing his legacy of music at first, you know, I don't want to listen to his music. It was, of course, super sad. But, you know, eventually once I was healed, it was, it was part of his legacy and I love listening to music and it takes me back to like his energy and his spirit and just that moment. So I kind of, I wanted to have something that I created artistically that I could pass on to where after, you know, I pass, it's like, Oh, this is hella Jordan. Like this was hella her. And it's like, Oh, this reminds me of her. And that, that's with any, you know, artistic endeavor. If you, if you paint pictures, you know, then that's part of your legacy too. You know, it's just something you create one of your creations that you can pass on and it always be just part of your energy that you could share with people. So that's kind of the deeper uh, reason for me getting into music. But um, 
you know, I definitely needed a creative outlet. And it is definitely uh, something that I consider to be therapeutic. Making music, writing music, just recording, performing, the whole process is definitely, um, definitely pretty therapeutic. If that's your intention. You talking about <laughs> how I'm, I'm talking because, I mean, first off, you know, condolences, and I know it's been a minute, um, the past you. your boyfriend like that, but, you know, that's always going to hold you for, for a long time. Uh, deeper than that, though, let, let, you know, I, I just see, I can feel it, like your energy. It, it's on your music, like, you know, and that's what grabbed me to uh, not just reaching out, but just, you know, catching the vibe because I, 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 see, I see your social media. I see, your, you know, you on stage, and I see how electric you can be and how you get the crowd engaged. And, you know, I always feel like that's missing, but to stay on course as far as what, you know, what got you doing music, um, was it a specific song you heard that triggered you or just the experience of just being in the studio with him and with them and creating that process? Because it sounds like it was really interesting. Yeah, just always being on stage. I, I'm Like I said, I've always been a music lover, so I've always go to live shows on stage and, you know, just have a music network from being in the Bay. So I'd always end up, you know, backstage or on stage, and I just loved it. Like, I was like, this is, like, I, it's so fun to me. It's just where I want to be. I love being on stage. I love performing, just dancing, the en- like, just sharing your energy. It's just, it's just hella fun. So, you know, as far as a, a creative outlet for me, that's something I always wanted to do. I think I just never really had, like, the confidence or felt supported enough to actually do it until, like I said, the, you know, Apple and Meeting Pocket. Um, so, yeah kind of like suck it now we're never at this point this is something i really want to do so you know but now we're never yeah (laughs) and sometimes sometimes it's just what it might take one person one moment one situation to get to to kickstart something that's been in you for for a long ass time and i always look at it i always look at it like this like i always feel like this and 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 you and you know this you you in the business so people help people and i feel like if you do it in a genuine authentic way and you really could like you know what, let me spotlight this artist because this artist has it. And when I say it, I'm not saying, like, you know, you're going to be the next whoever. You're going to be yourself. Mm. And how you do this shit is going to be super important on how you carry it later for other people to be able to feel it, be inspired by it and stuff like that. And that's the only way you can live when you create stuff, right, is just do it and do it authentically. Right, yeah, like everything else in life. So, yeah, I mean, now now it's something that I'm really, you know, making a career, obviously, you know, we, we want to monetize the things we love because that's <laughs> what makes yeah. it sustainable. But, yeah, there's definitely, you know, a deeper, deeper level of fulfillment for me as far as mu- making music and, you know, just expressing yourself in a creative way. It's really dope. So you talked about the journey. You talked about who got you back in the game and, and, and how has the game been to you so far, not just to monetize, scenarios and stuff it's a crowded arena in hip-hop and music man it's it's a it's a journey and a roller coaster of emotions for sure it's been a big learning curve for me because i didn't i feel like a lot of people who do music kind of start out with a mentor or someone in their family or you know their dad or their mom or their uncle or their cousin is a rapper or you know just someone to kind of like put them on a bit of sort of way and i felt like i didn't have that so like i i took a lot of losses in the beginning just a learning lesson just not knowing like you know, I've cashed out for a music video that I never got back, um, you know, overpaid for other shit, just dumb shit because I just didn't know any better. So, right. you know, just, just kind of learning, making mistakes, learning as you go. And then um, also, like, on the production side, so my first EP 
I I uh, co-produced all the beats. I recorded myself in my house, and you know I'd never taken prior vocal lessons, so it's like I, I you know I was just kind of self-conscious about my voice and added you know auto tune and effects and kind of over affected it. So I I love all my you know initial songs, but I definitely would have mixed them differently and not have put as much effect and tune and verb and and all that on it. So you know it just it's been a lot of learning. Like I now I record at a professional studio, not my house, but. It's been, I've learned so much, and, and I love learning. I'm a student of life. Like, that's all I want to do is learn. So that's the dope part, too, is just learning, getting better, developing, and, and feeling more comfortable in, in how you express yourself and doing it. And, you know, getting better shows. Like, I love performing, and now I'm doing music festivals, which is hella dope, performing with people that, uh, you know, I grew up listening to, and that's also, like, a, what brings it kind of full circle, too, is there's a bunch of artists that I grew up listening to and, you know, looking up to, and now yeah. they're telling me my shit's dope. Like, that's, that's definitely a good feeling. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, if you get be legit, and, and some of the people, and, and the moment you told me you was out in, in Vallejo, um, you know, connected, you know, someone to be legit E-40. I mean, that clicked, man, not yeah. just on my shows for hella years, but, you know, like you, uh, influential and, and for them to you know co-sign you and just you know off conversations that I have like I mean a lot of people see you which is great and I think that's really the the hustle of of, of who you want to be right like you're going to be George J and you're going to do it your way like I said but you're going to capture the imagination of someone that's been in the game like a B legit or E40 and you know, and stuff like that for a while. And, and, and doesn't it feel good to know that, you know what, I don't have to copy off nobody so I could make my name. My name is who I am and how I go about it. And it's a beautiful thing, right? Yeah, thank you, definitely. Yeah, and that's another thing that feels good, too, is a lot of people are like, you don't sound like anyone else. Like, I, like, I can't really compare you to anyone. It's kind of like your own sound, which I'm like, yeah, that's the point. But, like, thank you. I'm glad, <laughs> I'm glad it's recognized. Straight up. And I think that's real. Yeah. Like, I mean, I, you know, listen to your tracks, and I heard, you know, like I said, I mean, great, you're great to look at, but deeper than that, you, I feel like you got, you got something to say to somebody, and it's not just <laughs> keeping it to yourself. And anytime you do music, you're giving a piece of yourself to the world, which is already, you know, a grind, but also it's appreciative. And, you know, when I heard you, I was like, cool. She don't sound like Nicki Minaj or Lil Kim or whatever. Like, you know, you don't sound yeah. like somebody else. And that's what grabbed me onto who you are and what you're trying to do for yourself, too, which is great. Because this game, again, like I said, is crowded. There's hella people there. And there's right. hella people trying to sound like, let's just keep it true, too. There's hella people trying to sound like hella people. But right. how you're going to win is how you proceed to do what you are put on this earth to do, which I feel like. You got music in your system, and you gotta you gotta rock that out to the yeah. people. So, <laughs> you know, with these singles that you have out, and a lot of people can go make sure y'all go grab it, and it's all part of her link tree. Jordan J links is what it is, and she is my guest on Next Legacy Radio. Um, people can go tap in, and and you're not just the people in your circle, but strangers. Have you got a lot of response to a lot of people hitting you up, and what has that response been? Oh hell yeah, yeah yeah yeah. I I get. The, the the dopest thing for me, I mean, I get people that hit me up on social media all the time. It's, yeah. it's really cool. It's extra cool when it's international. That's, that's extra cool. Yeah. But it's also cool in, I love it in person. Like, uh, I performed at this music festival a couple weeks ago, and people were coming up to me, uh -huh. and they're like, are you Jordan Jade? I love your music. And that is, like, 
a super rewarding feeling. Not, you know, it's not about like the popularity. You're like, oh yeah, you can even know my name. It's, it's like, you listen to right. my music? Like, you know, so <laughs> I, I love it. And also, you know, I, I do get, you know, there's, a, there's of course hate messages too, you know, the yin and yang and everything, but I do get some really like thoughtful messages that, of, you know, people saying I inspire them or motivate them. And that's kind of always my main goal and intention. And so that's like something that's really fulfilling and rewarding and makes me feel good. And, you know, just make, yeah. make me keep going. Girl, they just say that because so. you're from the Bay. You got a certain, you got a certain <laughs> style to your flow, right? Like a lot of people, you, Thank you. you know, you start well, talking I mean, And it's, it's on the like, business you know side mean? too. Yeah. It's on the business side too because a lot of my supporters are in the cannabis industry because that, that's been my lane because, um, you know, I'm a cannabis entrepreneur. I've been in the industry for a long time. I've grown with soul weed, done, worked with portfolio brands over the last decade. So I do have a, a lot of really strong supporters in the cannabis industry that that I super mm-hmm. appreciate, and and that's kind of what what put me on so far is you know I, I got to perform at these events. A lot of people ask because you know I do everything independently, self funded. I don't have a manager or anything like that. And people ask right. like, how do you get these? How do you get these shows? How do you get these big shows and open well, for these people? And I'm you. like, because they're cannabis events, and and yeah. that's my, you know, <laughs> right on, right on. Yeah, so. Hey, because you know, hey. A lot of people out there is definitely like, you know, I can't get a gig because, you know, I got talent. I could do X, Y, Z. Well, and, hey, what, I, know, I, what I, I tell people, too, when they're like, hey, how'd you get this gig? I'm like, check it out. I did uh, free shows for a whole year, paid yeah, all my costs, traveled everywhere, went, went everywhere. Yeah. It didn't matter. Uh, paid for dancers, everything out of pocket, did hella free shows, yeah. and then show people mm-hmm. I could perform and bring a crowd. And then they said, oh, can we, you know, when they asked me to come back, I'd ask for compensation. They're like, oh. It is. So can you put me on? <laughs> like, nah, bro, I'm saying put yourself on, but okay. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's, so that's right. That's the thing. I think, I think a lot of people aren't down for free work, but, I mean, I'm just, I work. You know, that's what I do and what I've done my whole life. I've always had, like, a corporate job and trapped and everything. I'd side jobs, side hustles, done internships, unpaid. So for me, it's like, if you really want to make something happen, just do some fucking free work. And then yeah, and that might that might do, you know, bring another opportunity, but, you know, people aren't. There you go. And that's the only you know, way you got to do it. When you start off, <laughs> sometimes you can't come out the womb just expecting that you want six figures for a show that nobody don't even know who the hell you are, right? So that's yeah. going to take a minute in order for that to progress for you can be, so you can be able to do what you do. Now, with these singles that you yeah, have out, you I, I, and it on. I, I ain't doing free shows anymore, for the record. And I'm, I'm hey, there you go. Hey, hey, you paid your dues, though. You paid your dues. You paid, yeah. you paid your dues, though. You, de- yeah, you definitely did. As, as we these all singles, need to, these yeah. singles, right? Yeah. And these singles that you got out, and visuals, videos, all that stuff or whatnot, I mean, clearly you're working your ass off to be able to put it in. So who does the treatment for Thank a lot you. of these videos? Is it you? Or or a team or what what's up with that? The videos, uh, should I, I've come up with most of the concepts. My last video um, for Go BB is a super dope video. I loved it. I actually performed oh, at a cannabis it event. <laughs> that was it was at this um, space in LA called the Pink House, the Pink Garden. So the house is decorated yeah. all pink, all girly, all floral. Um, so I performed there and I was the headliner. And then I was like, hey, this place is dope. Like, can I come back in the morning and shoot a video here? <laughs> and so that's how that it was kind of on the fly and it and it looked very like pre-arranged. So that one that one's dope. Check that one out. But um, 
uh, a couple that does cannabis events actually hooked me up with that video, and they did the treatment, and they were amazing. So big shout-out to Stoner Shenanigans and California Clouds. They hooked me up. My other videos, um, my homie Aaron B. Productions does. He's an amazing videographer uh, and photographer. He's done, like, a lot of my video recaps and my first music videos. So he's super dope. You got to check him out. So listen, I gotta I gotta ask you a real question because there's a lot of people out there who will will be checking you out and they're like, wow, she's doing no no no. I don't know how she's doing all this because I can't get like we mentioned earlier, like I can't even get a break when it comes to that. Like I hear you when you talk and you're just like, hey, I could use this place for a video. Let me go ask so and so. So a lot of people <laughs> yeah. are actually not or people are. I guess you could say they're not really. Um, trying to go push. So there's a lot of lazy people out then you, there. Then, then you don't want it. Then you don't want it. You got to want it to get it. That's how I feel about it. If you want it, you'll, you'll put in the work and make it happen. And if you don't, then you'll be lazy and make an excuse. So that, that's all that is. I shot a music video last night. I shot a saucy-ass music video last night. Matter of fact, it's a, a song called Queen of the Bay. It's not out yet. It's going to be on a compilation album mm -hmm. that's dropping next week. My homie, um, Andre Lewis, uh, he goes by the host with the most on Instagram. Um, I don't know. Do you know who Herm Lewis is? He kind of started RBL Posse. Yeah, it's Herm yeah, Lewis's yeah. son. Yeah, that's yeah. the homie. That's, the, that's, that's my fam. Yeah, so him and his videographer shot. So he made this compilation album. My song, Queen of the Bay, is on it. We shot a music video last night in San Francisco for it. So that's yeah, I bet you, you you for that. <laughs> a few more conversations. We're going we gonna to probably have mutual acquaintance, acquaintance. <laughs> yeah hey uh so yeah i think didn't he like put together rbl black sea that's another um you know og i looked up to love his music who just oh, i saw him a couple weeks ago and i was like right we got to get a song and he's like let's do it so hey and the so one thing about black sea, yeah shout out to black sea one thing about him is he'll turn he'll turn verse over super quick like he'll he'll yeah. get it he'll get it done like within that day if not sooner nice. <laughs> you know yeah, so I need to get I need to get one in with him for sure. Um, actually, we're we're both performing at the same show next Thursday in L. A. Oh, okay. <clears throat> too. I just realized that. That's oh, what it is. Jordan <laughs> Day, my guest on Next Legacy Radio. Um, listen, if if I if I knew if if I could tell you like five years from now what would be like how your career plan would be planned out, but you mentioned earlier about being. A, a cannabis entrepreneur and uh, tell people a little bit about that before I go back into music, because I feel like people got to understand that you are not just uh, your own boss as far as music, but you also own a business too. So talk about that. Yeah. So like I said, I've been in cannabis forever, um, I've grown forever. I've just, you know, gotten to sales when I was in high school, always been an advocate. Um, and, uh, I've worked in dispensaries, you know, before legalization. So, you know, been in every side of the industry. Um, and I own yeah. a hemp CBD skincare brand called Jade Healing Co. Um, and I'm launching a THC brand called Jordan Jade Flowers. So that'll be a legal brand in dispensaries. It's going to be pre-rolls and eights. And, um, yeah, I've worked with, I've done sales, marketing, consulting, uh, brand ambassador work for, a variety of brands, tons of brands. So kind of been in every side of the industry, basically. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, what's up, though? Because, I mean, 
I always feel like this, like you always have to, you always have to have one foot in a couple of other different things as far as what you're trying to do as well. Like to me, I always feel like that's always great. I love how you've connected it to music and what you want to do and shows and performing and stuff like that. I mean, you kind of intertwine both your passions, I guess, in a sense, right? Yeah, definitely. For sure. Yeah, another thing that I think in cannabis is I, I also did public speaking years ago, like cannabis advocacy. This was a long time ago, the whole other thing. But I, I used to do pharmaceutical sales. I did pharma sales for six years and then realized that mm-hmm. big evil, big pharma is kind of evil, some of it. And, started oh. spe- and left big pharma and started speaking against it, kind of anti-big pharma, pro-medicine, uh, can- cannabis and psilocybin therapy. Um, mm-hmm. So, yeah, very very big advocate of plant medicine in all forms, you know, not just cannabis. So just want to add that. <laughs> Straight, up. Straight up. Jordan J, yeah. my guest, next radio. Uh, I saw that you put <laughs> R&B, pop, hip hop. I mean, I kind of feel like you're intertwined. Do you, do you feel like that, that's just your label because, or the label that you put your music in? Cause I feel like you're, you're more international than anything. And you know how international, uh, people grab on the, uh, you know, hip-hop and R&B and all that shit, too. But I always feel like you're just, for, like, for the people. Like, <laughs> like you're just... <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, really definitely. Loud. I mean, that's... I just have that on my Instagram, so people, if you don't know, when you go to my page, it's like, what the fuck is this girl doing? Oh, okay, R&B, pop, hip-hop, pretty much. You know? <laughs> you know, like, okay. You know what you know what it is when you get them the page, but but right. no, I I feel the same way too, and I and I do want to be more international, and you know I travel internationally very often. I've done shows internationally. I'm performing in Colombia in February, probably performing in France again sometime next year. I actually just uh, did a collab with a French rapper um, that just dropped a few weeks ago. That song's super dope. I'll have to send it to. Uh, okay. So yeah, no, I I want to. You know, that's definitely the the higher goal is be international. I would love to perform internationally and, you know, that's, that's definitely well, what I'm trying to do. <laughs> well, I feel like you're in a, you're in a step in it right there. Cause I mean, not just having a rotation on next legacy radio, which has an international base of fans. Um, I think it's just important for, you know, word to get around as far as music and stuff like that. But, um, how has the the game been as far as marketing music? Do you find it more challenging now, or do you find like, oh, I can still get it out there because of social media, but there's still a need for it in radio, like radio plays and exposure, shit like that, right? Yeah, yeah. So, yes. So, yes and no. So, <laughs> I mean, yes. We all, we, of course, right. radio plays all of it. But the thing with that, for me, like I said, I'm an in, totally independent, self-funded artist so for me what i've realized is a lot of radio is is pay to play and for me i just don't have that type of budget and so as far as marketing goes the thing with with music landscape today that i am realizing and learning as i go is you know with social media and tiktok and these huge things it's easier for people to be discovered and go viral and be found and get new listeners but there's also much more competition a lot of it, you know, if you do have a budget, you can, you know, circumvent a lot of shit. <laughs> but it's yeah. also, also the industry is starting to be that it's not really about talent, it's about popularity. So, yeah. you know, it's kind of like there's a lot of dumb shit and just ho shit and just outrageous shit that's just super popular and viral and it's what people are paying attention to and putting in energy into just because it's uber popular and viral. And, you know, my, yeah. so, you know, you, you have that to compete with now, too, and just the over-sensationalism, over-sexualization of everything. So, you know, it's yeah, just listen. kind of, 
<laughs> no, I feel it. I'm I'm with you because listen, I listen. I, Oversexualized is definitely on point. I mean, I, I love I love the look and everything else that comes with a beautiful woman. But goddamn, like you know, how many songs are you gonna have, or how many things you? I mean, hold hold a little something that was extra. Like to me, I always just like <laughs> put it all out there. Like Man, that. I mean, you know, everyone, you know, sex appeal is great, but yeah, I feel like a lot of the female mm-hmm. hip hop music out right now is just like some real yeah. oh shit. It's just all like it, basically, <laughs> basically, right? But check it out. And you said something that's important earlier about pay for play, and I'm just letting you and the listeners know, especially you, as you're getting to know me, like you're on rotation on this station and, and you don't, you don't have to pay nothing for that. And the reason Thank why you. No, and, and I've got another radio play, you know, and I, I don't, I don't really do the pay yeah. play. And so, you know, so, but it's, yeah. it's, it's, it's so like, you know, seems to be per, pretty pervasive in just what it is. But, but it's right important. Now. It's important for people to, to, to really realize that you're right. Like I can go like, you know, I have a, you know, mainstream office and that mainstream office has a radio station, like an FM station. And you hear the same mm-hmm. shit like, at least 20 times during the course of a day, right? Like, good right. Lord, what the fuck? But it, to me, was lacking is variety when it comes to that. And they're, and they're trying to, you know, hold on to their money, which is fine. They're, they're doing what they got to do, but it's still dumbing down the industry because you're not getting people out there like yourself and others who have gifts that needs to be aired out in the world, right? So... That's what I mean when I say this station, and I'm sure there's other ones. The more we link up, that I don't, I don't allow that. Like, if your music's hot, we gonna run it. And to me, if it's not, then we, then we ain't. That's hella important, though. That's that's important. Like in the industry that you've been in right now, is, is definitely uh, you know backlog of people. But who are who are some of the influences that you see in this business right now that you uh, you respect? I mean, so my favorite artists of all time are just gonna start off. Like I said earlier, I grew up on Mac Dre, so Mac Dre influenced every, like every part of my life. <laughs> Mac Dre and E Forty, off top, like yeah. you know, you know that was. That was it for me. But um, right now, uh, I love Larry June. I'm super on Larry June shit. Um, mm-hmm. uh, shit. I'm still like a Bayhead. I listen to all music, but I definitely am <laughs> listening to like Bay shit more than anything. So, how, but, how do you feel about Bay Area music nowadays versus 15, 20, 25 years ago? Um... I mean, shit, the Bay is still slapping no matter what. Like, <laughs> there's always going to be slaps. But, I, I mean, nothing beats, like, for me, I think just growing up in it, like, the old, like, I still love heisty sound, heisty music, all that oh, shit. Okay. But, you know, oh, I'm yeah. in Vallejo, so I literally, like, people always make fun of people who always say that we're all, like, stuck in, like, 2005 and still living in the hyphy music. And I'm like, yeah. so what? <laughs> that shit still slaps and makes me happy and hyphy, so whatever. <laughs> Yeah, right. <laughs> now, I, I feel you. I, I feel like this. I mean, we can always go back to these moments, like, you know, classic, you know, days. You know, I'm going back in the 80s, 90s, when Too Short was still selling this shit in the trunk of his car, and he used to drive yeah. down a few was selling this shit. And it was just, it was just a movement. It was so, it was so, it was so dope to see yeah. the birth of, right? And Sh- shout out the homie Short. I've done a show with him, too. 
Okay. Yeah, and, and, and yeah. I think it's important for people to realize, like, you know, if it wasn't for those moments back then, we we wouldn't get these moments that we have now. I feel like we still need, like, <laughs> George, you got to think about it, though. A lot of okay. people from, like, different parts of the, you know, that's not in the Bay, took that bass sound and ran with it elsewhere. So everybody's trying to sound like they're from the Bay, but it's that's just my opinion. I'm just saying. They, they took that sound and... And, it's also like a Bay bias that we think everyone took everything from us, but so I'm like, yeah, <laughs> they did, they did though. But <laughs> but well, I feel like um, you know, people say Detroit music is the Bay's cousin, so that's like a very similar sound as far as hip hop. Yeah, I guess you say. Yeah, you you see you about uh, right. You know, yeah. people say the South has has stolen certain shit. You know. Yeah, I, I say. Uh, you could say stolen, or you could just say they just took they just took our sound. Just like you know, a lot of people took that chronic sound yeah, that Dre had. You know, a lot of people did that shit. But I feel like there's always room for more growth when it comes to like you know Bay artists taking it up a level. And this is where you come in, which I feel like is important. <laughs> well, so so right. on on the so, note of I'm a hyphy head is when I first started yeah. dropping music. That's what people thought I was gonna be doing hyphy slapping and rapping, and then I dropped this like vibey like lo-fi music, and they were like, "Wait a minute, what the right. fuck?" But see, this is the thing. So like I said, I'm in cannabis, so I wanted to make just cool like chill smoky music that you could just chill yeah. like, like some lo-fi shit that you could just smoke to. That's cool. And so that was my first few songs, and then I started performing, and then I was like. Uh, this shit's hella slow. Like, I want people to dance and move when I'm performing. You know what I mean? Like, I either got to, like, speed up the BPMs or something. So I started doing every song, started kind of getting a little more up-tempo. And then people kept being like, why don't you rap? Why don't, like, you're such, like, a hip-hop it. Why don't you rap? Just do it. Yeah. So I kind of went, it was just like, all right, I'm going to do it. And then I was like, what? <laughs> I was like, <laughs> and I did it. This is kind of easy. I did a hella singing, like, you got to, Re-record it. Can't smoke before you record. Like, do the harmonies. Yeah. Re-record this. Another, another track. Another track. Another track. Right with with rap. You just go in and do it one take all the way through. All right, that's cool. Do the ad libs. All right, that's the song. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm not saying I like rapping either because the the process is faster, but it does like kind of make it. I don't know, just a different process. Yeah, I feel it. I feel it. Jordan Jay's my guest on Next Legacy Radio. And, uh, you know, I'm going to ask a couple more random questions. One of the random questions is if you had, ooh, this is going to be, I don't know, you might think this is a weird one, but if you had one, if you was on an, I'm going to do this on an island thing. You only had one opportunity to be able to slap, you know, something on a, on a drive that you can listen to on an island, one artist. Well, I'll just go three. Give me three artists you would listen to besides yourself. If there's one artist that three artists that you could be able to listen to, if you actually uh, on an island by yourself and they only gave you like the MP3s to like these artists, who would they be? Uh, I mean, it's probably the three artists that I've said like ten times on this. Like, you're probably like, all right, you gotta yeah. listen to someone else, bro. You got you got you, you can't listen to all that throwback shit. <laughs> but shit, Max Dre, sorry y'all. Uh, e forty, I'm, I'm sorry y'all, okay. and Larry June. Those are the three. Hey, if it could be only be one, if it could only be one, Larry, Larry, and Larry. <laughs> uh, yeah, I got you. The show, Ooh, got the show you. Uncle Larry. <laughs> all right, listen. All right, next one is, all right, if you had, uh, if you had one decade, what's your best decade in music? 
I'm talking about everything. You bottle it up, put it in this decade, this Z decade. Man, that's a big oh, that's a big tie between seventies and eighties. Ah, <laughs> uh, shit. Seventies uh, or eighties, bro? What? Which one would you say? Seventies or eighties? I, I love you. I love you for saying eighties for this reason. I love the eighties because you had so much diversity in the shit. You had the resurgence. Not resurgence, but you had the birth really of hip hop. It was I know it was late seventies, eighties, but I've been realizing had, there's a lot of songs that I thought were eighties that are actually seventies lately. So, yeah, so I've been true. like, mm, I might true. I might have to go with seventies, but then I'm like, nah, the eighties is like, uh. <laughs> yeah. But but what's what's crazy, Jordan Jade, is this: a lot of those classic songs came in the late part of the of the seventies too. Like you hear some shit. And you're like, what the fuck? That's got to be 80s, right? But nah, some of them singles came out in like a 78, 79 or whatever, right? So, mm. you know, it's crazy. But but I fucked with it because you got to think about it. Every genre of music was winning as well in the 80s. And then you can't fuck with these these music soundtracks. George Jade, come on now. <laughs> a lot of these movies were attached to some of the dopest music. A lot of these Man. movies were attached to it. You can't now, lie to now, that, though. though. Now I'm thinking back to the last question. Like I'm gonna be on this island by myself, just going dumb, like getting hella hypey. Like I might have to swap E40 for like I might have to swap E40 for like Chris Brown or something, just to just to balance it out. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? Can't just be drunk all damn day. Listen, y'all. She gonna have George James gonna be on the island by herself, just trying to figure shit out. Tell me when I got. Tell me when I got. Like. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, let me swap for R and B singer or some shit. <laughs> <laughs> but you feel but you feel what I'm saying about the eighties yeah. soundtracks you can't yes. you can't fuck these soundtracks. You sound, yeah. even if, but you gotta get to the seventies though. Seventies soundtracks was nice. Like Alright, so Ty is the answer to that question. <laughs> I mean, I'm gonna still rock these though, 'cause you know, I could just go off of uh you know, Goonie soundtrack, you can go off Lost Boy soundtrack, you can go off a Beverly Hills Cop soundtrack, you can go off a hell of shit. Like the eighties the eighties movies won too, but the music made the made the movies in my opinion. You know what I mean? So Yeah. Just saying. Just saying. I love how seventies and eighties songs were all about were mostly about like love and like being in love and all this happy shit and walking on sunshine and all this shit and now <laughs> now songs are all like suck a bitch kill hot like ah like what <laughs> you ever listen to all music and be like damn they were hella happy bro you were better I, hey listen hey you know, hey sex sex was sale everybody was free you can do whatever you can <laughs> yeah. whatever it was just all good now <laughs> now it's anxiety when you start talking about relationships Man. and shit like yeah, what the fuck like where did it go <laughs> where did it go then since we gonna put it out there what happened to the world <laughs> what happened what happened then do you know Man. can you give us your expert opinion on what happened to love in the 2023s, in the last maybe 20 years, what happened to love, Jordan? Uh, just it just it just uh, you know society and American culture fucking shit up, fucking up traditions, <laughs> values, morals, making everything <laughs> hella hella faulty and bunk and weird and you know <laughs> that's it. No one has hey. honors anything anymore. It's just all fuck around. Uh, Do you feel like it's- coming? <laughs> 
Hey, do you feel like it's, you know, it's just easy to get now? Love or fake love is easy to get. It's so easy to be <laughs> fake love, bro. Like, it's crazy. Yeah. Yeah, like- yeah. It's a big thing. I mean, it's always been a thing, but, yeah. Yep. Technological yeah, like, advances make it make it easier to be sneakier. Basically, there you go. Hey, what <laughs> what is what does the future hold for Jordan J? What would you like to see yourself do and or be in the next five to ten years? And I'm not talking about just because I feel like this the financial growth is going to come because you're gonna you're gonna work with the right people, get with the right situations, and make it make your oh, brand yeah. grow. But what do you want to see yourself do and be in the next five or ten years? Well, so the biggest goal for me, you know, on on your point of the, the money will come, I really want to grow and get bigger and monetize things on a bigger level and get dope opportunities mm-hmm. so that I can turn back to the people that supported me and my team and provide that back to them. That's kind of like the biggest mm-hmm. thing that means the most to me. It's not like, oh, I want to make – a hundred racks, ah, just to have like I want to be able to go turn around and cash out the people that are supporting me freely, showing me love, you know, rocking with me because because that's just very much appreciated. And I, you know, it's just I don't really have the budget to just do that right now. So that's okay. what I would really okay. want to do. But like I said, inter international shows just you know expand opportunities. I want to do arena shows for show. Like I love performing. Like you know, the bigger the better, the bigger crowds, bigger shows you know, different countries and more money for my folks and family and, you know, to pay it back to the people I love. I like the fact that you on that pay it forward kind of mentality when it comes to that, because I always feel like this, if you set yourself up in a certain way where you can be able to do give back or find a way to give back to others and do it in a way where it's going to, you know, not just because, you know, you can always be like, Hey, you know what, because I have it, I'm going to let you borrow 5000 Not borrow, but I'm going to give you 5000 Nah, it, it's, yeah. it's cool to give, but also I'm going to lead you to the point where you can be able to not just give 5000 you can make more than that. So you can probably make 25000 if you do blah, blah, blah. Like, I always feel like if you pay it forward with the not just giving somebody the opportunity, but also paying it forward where I can show you where the rest of the money can go, I mean, that's that's a plus. Like, to me, I think you can't really go wrong when you do shit like that because, you know, I feel like setting someone up for success is not about giving you something. It's about leading you to a place where you can be able to, like, yo, this is where I can be able to eat, but not just for the day. I can eat for the next 5, 10, 20 years based on this. You know what I mean? And I feel right. like that's a plus, right? Right. Hell yeah. That's where we're going. That's where we're going. Jordan Jade, if you could uh, give some shout-outs to some folks, tell people once again where to go social media-wise, and, uh, you know what I'm saying, say what you got to say for now. Like, you know, tell tell people where they can find you. Hell, yeah. Check me out, your girl, girl, Jordan Jade. Uh, check me out on Instagram, of course. Like I said, don't forget the U. J-O-U-R-D-A-N-J-A-D-E. Um, I'm on every music streaming platform, Spotify, Apple, Pandora, Amazon, all the shit, YouTube, Jordan Jade. Uh, check for my new music video that's about to drop. Check out that Go BB music video we are just talking about. Check out for my French collab. <laughs> uh, just dropped a song hey. two days ago called Love Won't Change. So check out that song. Got more songs on the way. Got shows. I'm performing in Vegas next Wednesday, in L.A. next Thursday. 
um, in Maui on the ninth. So check me out. I'm all over. <laughs> you moving. You moving. I love it. I love um, it. And I, I didn't know it. if you meant shout out other people or not, but one people, I, one person I do just want to shout out real quick is um, my audio engineer for show. I, like I said, I recorded, I recorded a lot of my initial songs just at my house um, with the help of Pocket Honore. So shout out to him too. But the shop studios in Richmond, California, they've been super helpful in, you know, just making me feel super supported and recording and mixing a lot of my music. So shout out to my audio engineer, Sound God, at the shop studios in Richmond. Definitely highly recommended studio <laughs> for the best. Gotta <laughs> 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 say, but ain't nothing wrong with it. No, I really, because it nah, took my nah. shit up to another level. It's, yeah, and I stepped my shit up from recording at the house to recording at a real studio and just, you know, and changed my whole confidence about it. So, but yeah, that's that's definitely some people, that's definitely someone I want to, you know, run it back to as well. So Yeah, no, no, hey, the growth is definitely there, definitely. Hey, and in closing, um, Thank you. this is not closing. This is just the beginning of a partnership that I feel like is going to grow and evolve because I feel like this, you have a passion for what you want to do. I love what I do. Definitely. I've been doing it 16 years even before then. And, and I think it's important for us to be okay with the fact that, look, I'm going to lean on you. I'm going to hold you accountable. I want you to grow and be your best yeah, self. Really? And I want to hope to be that way. Right. So I feel like yeah. we're going to put ourselves in a position where we can be able to see enough people in our circle to be able to not just grow, but to be able to benefit from resources that we can be able to share. You know what I mean? So it's just going to oh, be yeah. something that's going to be smooth where a lot of people are going to be like, yo, this is, this has been the network all along. Like we've been waiting for these moments to be able to click up and do bigger than life shit. So watch, watch oh, yeah. and it's going to unfold and it's going to look beautiful. And I can't not just thank you enough, but, I mean, you gave me you gave me an outside view into how I feel like it should be. Anyways, like I love the fact that you're doing this shit for you and your and your flavor because your flavor, like I Thank mentioned you. earlier, don't think like somebody else. So I gotta get yeah. you propped up top that. And I just Thank you know you. and you know you gonna, you gonna have the resources of this station and you are gonna have the connect that's gonna be able to help grow as well. And it's all on some one love shit. It ain't no on no pay for. Fucking play, you know, you know, you know it, you know it, and I can't thank you. What love? And it playing that T forty song, yeah. What love? What love? That's hella funny. You know, you know. Damn right, damn right. George J, can't thank you enough, <laughs> baby. Here's to our future. It's going to be a great one. Keep pushing for Hell yeah. Hell thank yeah. you. I appreciate you. Hey. Next Legacy.